Blog Talk Radio.
Praise God. Praise God. That was Heal Song. Welcome in this place. And welcome everyone to Reaching Out Radio International. This is Evangelist Montel Fields. And here at Reaching Out Radio International, we are working together as a team, one mind, one accord, in love and unity of the body of Christ, sharing the gospel into the world. We want the world to know the message of the cross, hallelujah, and the love of Jesus. And tonight, I'm excited to have an amazing man of God with us tonight, pastor and author Terry Nightingale. And we're going to be sharing about his book and his ministry. I love the title of his book, Looking Back to Move Forward. To me, that's a very powerful title. So we're going to let him be sharing about that and where we can get his books and know more about his ministry. So welcome on, Pastor Terry. If you understand a little bit about yourself and then we'll go into some questions and I just welcome everyone on tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Montel. Thank Thanks you so much for having me. I'm uh, really pleased to uh, be on your show. Um, so uh, so I'm an Englishman living in Australia. And I keep hearing myself coming back on the... I don't know if you can hear that, Montel. I keep hearing myself coming back. Uh, I'll try and speak. Uh, Oh, I don't hear uh, it on oh, this. I don't hear it on this end. Okay. Um, okay. I'm, I'm getting a lot of feedback. A lot of feedback. Do you have it on playing live on anything uh, while we're on the air? Like, do you have it playing as well? Because sometimes if you do that, cause their belief that to do apologize. And I can try to readjust the speaker. Yeah, maybe maybe turn it down on those speakers a bit. It's probably feeding back with your speakers. Okay. Um, uh, but look, uh, um, hi everyone who's listening, and I uh, really appreciate Montel allowing me to be on her show. Um, so yeah, I live in Australia. I'm, I'm English. Uh, my wife is Australian. Uh, we came out to Perth um, in uh, 2003, and uh, we came out for one year, and we're still here. Uh, so we really sensed that uh, God wanted us to stay here and uh, that he had things for us to do here. So um, I'm a pastor. Um, I love living here. I keep telling all my friends and family in the UK that uh, we live in paradise, uh, but I'm sure everybody says that about their, um, where they live. Um, uh, it's a beautiful climate here, nice and warm most of the time. And, of course, this is Saturday morning here where I'm speaking, so it might be so if you're listening in the U.S., um, it's Friday evening for you. I guess it's Saturday morning for us here, just getting light. Um, and yeah, so I'm a I'm a pastor. Um, that's my job. But I uh, I've also been um, finding that God is opening up doors with writing, and I, I guess that's why I'm here to talk about some of that. Yes, we want to share tonight with you about your book, Looking Back to Forward, and. Is your first nonfiction book for Christian leaders? Um, that in fact, anyone who accumulates discouragement or setbacks, and I know in my own life and things I've went through and all the stuff God led me, even thinking back to when I lost my mother, I went through a lot of discouragement and a lot of setbacks, and and, and that title of the book just truly inspires me, and I would really love for you to share with um, how you come about having that title uh, how it led in the book 
Yeah, so I, I came up with the title because I found that um, there were things that had happened in my life um, that, um, to be honest, I'd rather put them behind me, you know? You know, sometimes life happens, doesn't it? Stuff happens, uh, things that, um, you know, it might be just setbacks, it might be something that discourages us, or, or maybe we've messed up in some way. Um, and, and I think the world tells us to, I'll oh, just put the past behind you, you know, leave the past behind you, you know, onwards and upwards, you know, just keep going on, just keep pressing on. But I don't think the scriptures teach that. Um, a lot of what I write about in the book is um, uh, one of the things that, that we do is we, we look at the book of Deuteronomy. And Deuteronomy is this really interesting time in, in Israel's history because it's like um, Moses is standing up in front of the people of Israel about to enter the promised land. And rather than give them some great talk about, right, you know, bear arms, you know, get, get, get some courage, we're going to do this, we can beat these people. Actually, what he does is he stands up in front of them all and he retraces all their history, all their failures, all their, the ways that their parents messed up, the way that they messed up. The, they, he, he goes back through all the history and he, and he says, um, look, um, the history is part of, 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 of you, part of your journey, and you've got to learn from your history. You know, there's things that God wants to teach you. If you're going to enter into the promised land, if you're going to bear all the fruit that I have for you, if you're going to come into everything I have for you, God is saying, through Moses to the people, then you've got to face up to some of your history. And, uh, and Moses helps them to do that. You know, he helps them to remember some things. He helps them to, to, to realize how faithful God has been. And, uh, but also he may, helps them to realize some things that they, they shouldn't repeat, they shouldn't do again. And so um, that's what Moses is doing with the book of Deuteronomy. He's looking back with the people of Israel in order to move forward into the promised land. And I found that um, in my own life, that when things haven't worked out as I'd hoped, if I've m made a mistake, if I've messed up, or if um, you know things just um, haven't worked out as planned, I found it a great benefit to, rather than just say, uh, okay, I'm putting all that behind me, I'm moving on, actually to go back with the God, with the Lord, with the scriptures, in prayer, invite the Holy Spirit, say, God, what do you, what do you want to do with me through this? You know, what do you want to teach me through this? What do you want to, what, what fruit do you want to bear in my life so that I can be everything that you want me to be for the next uh, adventure ahead? Um, and so that's really what the book is about. It's about um, reflecting on things that haven't worked out in order that God can bring healing and restoration and lead us on into greater fruitfulness. Wow, that's really powerful. And like that really hit, hit in part because one of the hardest things like I shared uh, that I went through was losing my mom to her battle in cancer. And, mm. you know, when you do those things, it's hard to understand. She was a, a beautiful, God-fearing woman, loving, giving, kind woman. And when you see someone like that fight such a horrible disease, sometimes it just it can hit you. And it's hard to understand those things, but I know we're not supposed to question. But when I sit and look back to those moments that I was with my mother and all she went mm. through, one of the things God has taught me in it, that was a ministry of life at that time. 
whenever she accepted what was going to happen in her life, she knew where she was going after her time came. But everywhere she went, she was a light, Pastor Terry. She she taught me and to be a warrior of faith and to keep trusting God no matter what we're going through or where we're at on the mountaintop or in the valley. And that's one of the things I've learned through the experience with my mom where you're coming from looking back I see that God was there with me he gave the strength to endure it to go through it but I also hmm. have to be more of a prayer warrior and also what it truly means to be there for someone when they're going through so to me that's really powerful because to say I want to look back on all I went through with my mom there was a long time I didn't but when I do and I pray about it and I seek God I do have a better understanding. He gives me revelations in those things. And yeah. That's I, I think that's really powerful because we do need we need to learn from our mistakes. We need to learn from our yeah. and from what you're sharing that that's what the book is about. It's it it's a, it teaches that and yeah. that's really powerful to me and it's enlightening because sometimes we don't think about things that way. It's really awesome to me. That's why I love the different people God connects me with. Because God will use each and every one of us differently, and how he impacts people's lives or his revelation things is so beautiful to me. And that's, hmm. that's really an awesome thing, looking back to move forward. And yeah. truly, to me, part of it, too, is being willing to admit your wrongs and your mistakes, but also being willing to have correction and understand that, yeah. that it is to move us forward. We go through seasons for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And and you mentioned uh, questioning God. Um, actually, the scriptures encourage us to question God. Um, and, and I don't mean that we kind of stand superior to God and say, I demand to know an answer. I don't mean that kind of questioning. I mean, uh, if we look at the Psalms, for example, David is always asking questions. He's always saying, why this Lord and why that Lord? And, and he's and he's and he's not asking those questions to be accusatory towards God. He's asking questions because he wants to understand and, uh, and, and he wants to seek God. And sometimes um, we may only make sense of our past if we ask God questions. Um, and, uh, you know, he is Lord and we are, um, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're submitted to him um, uh, but we are also his children, you know. We're also sons and daughters of God, and uh, he 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 wants us to bring things to him. Uh, another example of somebody questioning God is is Abraham. Do you remember when um, the um, angels came to him and, and talked about destroying um, Sodom and Gomorrah? And Abraham's nephew Lot and his family was down there, and uh, Abraham has this long conversation with God where he says, you know, if if it's found that there's uh, 50 people righteous, will you um, uh, will you stay your hand and, and not not uh, bring judgment? And and they have this long conversation where where he's just questioning God as to, to how far God will go in his judgment. And God is not angry with Abraham for doing that. God welcomes the uh, the interaction. So so I found you know when when things haven't worked out for me um, that uh, you know you want to do it with a humble heart, but I've found that coming to God and saying, God, help me to understand. I don't know what went wrong there. Um, show me, is there something in me that needs to change? Or is it just that 
uh, there's a situation that I um, I don't have any control of and I'm just going to trust you or what is it Lord help, help me to understand what's going on that's really good talking to him as our father like if we would yeah. actually go into one of his parents doing it in a way that's in love and not anger and which I know he understands that we have our emotions he created us in our flesh but we do need to learn how to be communicate with your father and to hear from him that's so important we go through yeah. life because god promises that we would never hurt or have hardship but we do have the promise he would never leave us or forsake us and so many people hmm. get thinking if you're a child of god that you're never going to hurt you're going to go through but one of the things i've learned in my own child is i find myself drawing closer to god at times and get to see his love show up for him to speak to me when I've cried out, God, as the scripture says, you know, in our weakness, the strength is perfected. So, God, perfect yourself. You're strengthening me. I've seen hmm. God show up and move and it's encouraged me. And I've been able to share with others, you know, I've been through this, but God's carried me through this. And same for you. But one of the things is learning um, how, how to spend time with him and talk with him and have understanding. And, of course, in the word and shared a lot of great knowledge there in regards to the word of God and the way he used people and to teach others to reach them. The way God works with people truly does amaze me. And just we have to have a willingness. That's the thing, too. You have to have a willingness to be used and to do what will use you. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Um, and another passage of scripture that really... Um, spoke to me um, actually over many years but um, uh, I talk about this when in John 15 where Jesus talks about being the vine and how we are the branches and uh, how uh, the father is the gardener um, and how he prunes the vine and it's interesting you know because when you look at it the father prunes those that are not fruitful and he prunes those that are fruitful. You know, so nobody escapes the father's secretaries. He prunes everything. And so sometimes, you know, we might be in ministry and we might feel that we're not doing anything wrong. We might feel that uh, God, by his grace, is making us fruitful. Um, but then stuff happens, you know. And uh, one of the things that um, uh, uh, we need to work out, I guess, is, uh, Lord, is this, is this the enemy? Is the enemy having a go here? Do I need to stand against the enemy? Or is it the father's sacrifice? Is it the father pruning? Because he prunes oh, even good. those that are, fruit, that are fruitful. And um, uh, I, I think that encourages a humble heart, you know, because sometimes when things happen, you know, it's easy to start um, uh, trying to cast out the enemy and, and all that sort of thing. But actually, maybe God's saying, okay, when you've finished, <laughs> when you've had enough of that, there's some, actually some heart surgery I want to do. So let's just sit down together and do some heart surgery together because actually I'm pruning you. Um, and uh, and he does that when we're fruitful. You know, he does it when we're not fruitful and he does it when we're fruitful. But the goal is, and it's really clear, the goal is that we might be even more fruitful. And that's... Um, that's um, you know that's that, that that's what Jesus says in that um, that illustration. You know that uh, this is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. Um, and so you know that's that's really what the book is about. It's you know it's not just facing up to things that have happened in the past, 
but it's actually allowing the father to bring his secretaries into the situation and allowing him to grow the fruit in our lives that he wants to grow. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're, um, you know, we're human beings, aren't we? We're not God and we don't always get it right. We need him, you know, and we need him to lead us and guide us and teach us. And, um, you know, if we're not careful, we can uh, we can make the same mistakes over and over and over again because we haven't allowed him to teach us what he wants to teach us. That is some really good knowledge right there because one of the first things we want to think is, oh, it's an attack from the enemy. But there are we have to go through things so we can get growth. And in those times, God really gets to see our, our heart and our faith in him. That's really, hmm. you really have great and a gift for explaining things, Pastor Terry. Um, you, I can tell you have a lot of intellect. You remind me of a dear friend of ours that passed away, Dr. Robert Vinny, and I would love how he would bring the scriptures to life in a way you truly can understand it. Like God gives people different gifts and talents, and one of the beautiful things in what I do is I get I get to learn from others, and I have that hunger to grow and to know more because there's always something to learn as long as as long as we're here there's something to learn we're never going to know it all but it's just I have that desire to continue to learn and Henry is this um outside of this book do you have other books that you have written I know this it said that this was your first nonfiction, but do you have other books that you have written so I'm about to um, publish a second one. Um, you very kindly mentioned um, on your page uh, the blog that I do. Actually, I've changed the name of it. Um, it used to be called The Best Is Yet To Come, but someone else stole that from me. <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's become you know, a, a catchphrase, I think, in one of your political parties in the U.S. Um, so I, I changed it to Four Minute Devotions, Four Minute Devotions. So it's been called that for a while now. And uh, so they're basically uh, what it sounds like. It's um, it's a, a guide, a help for people who perhaps find it difficult to spend spend time with God every day. You know, so what, one of the things we do at my church is we encourage people to have that personal relationship with Jesus, to try and read the Bible every day, to to try and put some time aside and find a, a place where they can be on their own and 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 spend time in prayer and spend time in the Word and. Um, so these um, blogs that I put on four-minute devotions, um, uh, they're, they're just uh, um, uh, a, a scripture or two or three scriptures. It's just a thought around those and then a suggested prayer. And uh, I wasn't sure if they would be of any help to anybody. Um, but um, after I started it last year, um, I was really surprised to get some um, emails from people saying, Hey, that was really helpful to me. Thank you. That was that was just what I needed to hear today. And I thought, oh, well, maybe God's using this. So I started to write a lot more, and uh, I found I had way too many for the blog. Um, so um, I've just negotiated with the, the same publisher that published um, Looking Back to Move Forward, um, a book of devotions, and um, it's called Bite Size Devotions for the Busy Christian. And um, hopefully that's going to be out a bit later on in the year but uh, if anyone's interested in having those devotions just to help them in their own bible times um my my website is terrynightingale.com um yes. so that's uh, t e r r y n i g h t i n g a l e dot, dot com 
Um, and uh, yeah, I hope that's a blessing to people. That, that to me is um, really important because one of the things I hear from a lot of people is I'm so busy, I don't have time. And part of learning to grow in God is discipline in ourselves to find that time to put him first. So to me, that would be a great place for someone to start. I love devotionals and taking time. And they can impact lives in ways that a person sometimes could never imagine. And I wanted to let you know I did while speaking. Update that. Four-minute, you said four-minute devotionals. Four-minute yeah. devotions. Are de- okay. That's right. So, <laughs> excuse me, everybody, for the cough. I have been having a little bit of a bug, but praise God, he's bringing me through it. But um, I just love uh, what the book truly is trying to teach. And where can people get a copy um, if they want to get your book, Looking Back to Move Forward? Okay, so that's um, available on Amazon. Um, uh, so it's available on Amazon in the US, in the UK, and in Australia. Um, there are three different versions of it. So there's the, the standard paperback book. Um, it's available on Kindle or, or as an ebook. Um, and it's also just recently just been released as an audio book as well. Um, so um, that's, that's really exciting. The guy who reads it does a really great job. Well, I'm definitely going to give me a copy of that. And I would like to uh, know when your new book comes out, too, because I would like to get that. And that's a pretty pretty nice title that as well, because I can hear your heart for the Lord. And, but also, I see you as a great teacher. And for people to be able to understand the way you shared earlier about Moses and how God used him, like it just it brought it to life for me, and it actually gave me a better understanding than that. I've really never thought about it that way. And as I said, every day I'm growing and learning myself. But sometimes through a pastor, God puts something in their spirit and give them revelation that helps us to have a better understanding. And one of the questions I had: When was you? When did you know that you were to write a book? Was it something that God put in your spirit? Was it that you'd wanted to do. I know one of my friends that wrote his first book I came up in the middle of the night and just started dropping small chapters. Um, yeah. They lost their daughter. Their daughter was murdered. And God started for their healing. He actually just woke Brian up one night. He's actually on his second or third book now. But mm. that's, you know, I think it's usually how people's books come to life. So if that's something you would elaborate on with our listeners, would greatly appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's a big subject, isn't it? How you sense the, the call of God to do something. Um, I think that you know, the, re- the reality is that if we, if we look at the scriptures, God spoke to people in lots of different ways. And I think he speaks to people today in lots of different ways. You know, so some people just have a sense that um, the Holy Spirit is saying something in a time of prayer or like your friends, you know, maybe they wake up in the middle of the night and they just have this uh, sense that, that God's calling them to do something. Um, I also think um, one of the things that um, um, really struck me recently, I was reading one of the Psalms, and in fact I ended up writing a blog on this, um, um, and it, David uh, just talks about the different instruments that are being used to play the music, and he just says, play skillfully. 
And, um, you know, that might seem like nothing, you know, in a psalm, you know, move on to the next um, verse or something. But it really hit me that actually what God wants us to do is to discover our gifts and then really work on them to be the best we can at those gifts. Um, and uh, so, so David is saying, you know, discover your gifts. If you're a musician, if you're a singer, well, do it skillfully. Don't just throw it together. You know, do get training, you know, practice, work hard at it. And I think that's, <clears throat> that's the case with writing as well. So when um, I started writing, um, I guess it would have been about 20 years ago when I had an idea for a science fiction Christian novel. Um, I had this crazy idea of a of a, a, a story all about time travel, and um, I thought it was a really good story, and I spent ages writing it, uh, but I couldn't get a publisher for it. Uh, but you know, when I look back, and, and in fact, I ended up self-publishing because I couldn't get anybody to publish it. But when I look back now and, and read it, it's not very good. It's actually not that good. And 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 I'm not surprised that. Oh, I can hear my voice again coming in the background. Um, um uh, I'll try to. Oh dear. Is it, is it possible yeah. that you tell the speakers to go down where you are? Because it's all coming back at me. It's all coming back at me. Did I haven't moved anything or changed any of the settings? Okay. You can try this. Okay. Well, technology, eh? Technology. Technology. Yeah. Technology. It can be tricky. <laughs> yeah. Praise God for technology Praise sometimes. Is that better? I'm still coming back. Well, but still let me coming let me try and say what I was going to say. Um, so I wrote this uh, time travel novel, um, couldn't get it published, but realised years on that it actually wasn't that good and that I was still learning. I was learning to do it skillfully. I was, you know, um, what happened in the meantime actually was that I studied for a master's to, to, for, for ministry and, and uh, part of studying for a master's was doing a lot of writing. And I realized that um, if God is going to use me in that area, well, I've got to really work at it. You know, I've got to, um, uh, I've got to listen when people critique things. And actually, you know, when you're studying at a Bible college, you know, you are, you, you're, you're being marked all the time. People are coming back to the things that you're writing and saying, actually, this, this, and this. And, and I found that interaction really helpful, and it helped me to be self-critical, if you like, with the stuff I was writing. Um, now, I'm not saying that I'm anywhere, you know, anywhere there yet. You know, I'm still learning how to do this. But it, 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 when I then started writing, looking back to move forward, I felt that I had learned some things and had worked at it. I'd learned to craft things a bit better than my first book. So actually, one of the things I want to do at some point is go back with that um, time travel story and rewrite it with the things that I've learned um, since then. Um, and uh, so, you know, um, it's, uh, I, I guess the encouragement is to, uh, is to work out what, um, what God has gifted you with um, and then do what you can to be the very best you can be at that thing. And, uh, you know, keep, keep crafting, keep learning, keep learning from your mistakes. And in fact, in many ways, the book, Looking Back to Move Forward, is, is all about that. It's actually saying, you know, um, the, the, way, the way, for example, a musician learns to be a good musician is by making lots of mistakes and then learning to correct those mistakes, learning to play things better, learning to get the tone right, you know, learning to get the timing right. 
you know you learn by making mistakes and so you know that's the same in the christian life as well you know to own it when we make a mistake or when something didn't go quite as well as it could so actually say okay god how do i do it better you know what do i need to do do i need to change some things here um, so uh, so i've come into writing really from that angle you know just having a desire to do it having some ideas in my head but actually saying, God, help me to hone this, help me to craft this, that I can be the best that I can be. That's really powerful and good advice because one of the things I've been wanting to do is play the keyboard by uh, ear. And my heart's desire is to write my own songs one day. I love to worship and sing. And I feel like that's kind of a nudge myself that I need because sometimes we just want God to – Pop something on us and think, okay, God, you got this. You can, you got this amazing power. You can do this. But I truly believe that God, God us, put work into it. And that's what God had been really working in my heart and spirit was that I needed to get up and have faith and start working on it myself. I trust Him, and He He will grow things through our movement. It's like you got to trust, even if there's a drought, and God's yeah. telling you, okay. You need to plant this harvest so it can in. Well, get up and go start working the the field and yeah. planting the seed, and then trust God to bring the rain that's that right. we need for that harvest to come in. And that's yeah. some of the things He's been working with me, and even and things He's calling me to now. I'm still learning with some of my sound equipment, and people will critique you. But one of the things you got to have a willingness is to learn and not take that in an insulting way, but to use it to improve what God's called you to do. So I think that's really good yeah. wisdom, Pastor. I, yeah. I really appreciate that because I can, I can relate to that. And even in doing the radio or whatever mm. it is God calls us to do, there, we, we have to have the willingness to learn. We have to understand, you know, as a parent myself, and I know you can relate as well, you know, we have to correct our children in love to teach yeah. them and yeah. to help them develop. And we have to understand our Father in Heaven knows what's best for us. He knows yeah. where He's taking us. He knows where we've come from. But we truly yeah. got to trust Him and have that willingness to understand, hey, if He's correcting me, as you were saying, we're getting pruned. He's wanting to bear better fruit. Yeah. Not to take it as He don't love us, but He loves us enough to teach us and to, to get us where we need to be. And that's so many people think, a lot of people have the mindset if people are trying to teach them or show them, many times they take that in a negative way. But I truly hmm. learned, especially from a lot of um, pastors and different people that's impacted my life, that they just yeah. loved me enough to tell me the truth. They weren't trying to hurt me or come against me. They were just preparing yeah. me, helping me to be better in what God had called me to do. So that, that's, really, that's really a great word of knowledge to me. So I thank you for that. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, um, I, I don't, uh, I don't ask anybody to be in leadership unless they are showing that humility that says I want to learn. You know, if they, if they, if they've got a humble heart that says I'm open for, I'm open for criticism. I want to learn. I want to be the best that I can be. Um, if, if you see that um, humility, then that is far more important than someone being very gifted. You know, you want somebody who's teachable. I was um, watching a video, a friend of mine showed me a video that came out of um, Elevation. Um, you heard of Elevation? 
Um, so yeah. they're uh, one of their albums. I think it's an album that's just come out. It's something like um, The Old Basement or something. It's called something like that. Anyway, we were watching this and um, it was a video of one of their songs and it looked um, it looked spontaneous, right? And, you know, I think um, actually my, my, uh, the elders of my church, we were all looking at this together and we were, we were thinking, wow, this is incredible. You know, God's really on this. Uh, we love what we're seeing here. And it looked really spontaneous. But actually, when we, when we analyzed it a bit more and you looked at the skills of the keyboard player and you looked at the skills of the singers and you looked at the skills of people singing together in harmony, hey, people have been working hard at this. People have been working over years to, to, to hone their craft, you know, um, and, uh, and, uh, but on the day when they, when they filmed the song, yeah, they were totally open to the spirit um, leading them, but they also had put the hard work in, yeah, and, um, and I think that's a, that's a great combination, you know, when people have been working hard, when they're, when, you know, to honour God, you know, I want to do the best I can do to honour God, but I'm also totally open to the spirit as how he might lead me today as well. I think that is an amazing combination when that happens. Yes, it is. One of my life scriptures for me is John 3.30, and I tell God that every day I want to decrease, that he increases, because if we can stay humble and truly realize without his anointing and without his guidance, we would be nowhere, we would be nothing, honestly. And the thing is, if we don't stay humble and have that humility and a willingness to learn, we become prideful. We puff up, and it becomes about self-glory instead of God's glory. Yeah. And that's why I always pray to God, just be humble. And people say, well, look what God's doing. Yes, it is God, and I do, I do work hard. I worked really hard from when God called me out. I didn't go to school for the radio. I, I did. God taught me. He equipped me. I've stepped out in the spirit. I had a willingness, and I've been critiqued by other people that's done radio, and there's been, I always let the spirit lead me, but as I said, there's always something to learn because we're, we are able to learn things new every day, and I thank God for different people to my life to teach me because it's improved the quality of the programs I've done. It's also helped me to expand to areas, and I, I've had to learn that hey, they're just they're just sharing that with you because they love you. But also when you get discerning of the the spirit, you can also understand you have people that really will teach you in love. But if you have hmm. someone that's come against you and they're like their words are cutting you, it it doesn't feel like it's teaching. You get people hmm. with jealousy. You get people hmm. who will bring you down. We truly got to learn to have an understanding and who's truly trying to help us get where God wants us to go and who's trying to bring us down if you understand where we're coming from with that. We really got to truly learn to understand the differences in those type of teachings and those kind of spirits. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's all, it's all down to humility, I think, at the end of the day, isn't it? Um, you know, uh, the person um, bringing the suggestions needs to be humble and the person hearing them needs to be humble, you know. Amen. I totally agree. Uh, well, is there anything else you would like to share about your book or your ministry? And um, I would love to have you come back sometime as well to share about your new book when that gets published out. But we still have a little time left. But uh, where you feel led in sharing, um, you have, like I said, all the time that you need. 
or if you have somewhere else you have to be, I understand that as well. So I just want to give the floor to you and see where you want to go with it. Yeah. You know, uh, Montel, I would love to stay and, and keep chatting with you. I'm really enjoying this. Um, but I have to uh, get off to a team meeting, a church team meeting that's going to be starting real soon. So I will have to disappear. But uh, it's been a real joy chatting with you. And uh, um, I, I hope you your listeners have, have, have heard something that's a blessing to them. Well, we thank you for taking time to be early over there in Australia to join us here on Reaching Out Radio. And may God continue to bless your ministry and the works that he has you do. And we look forward to your upcoming book. Again, everyone, you can check out information um, on the page episode for tonight's broadcast. And it also has, you can get the book at and also information about Pastor Terry Nightingale's blog. And Father God, I just I just come before your throne of grace, God. And I ask your God that you just take this forth into the nations, God, for your glory. Lord mm-hmm. Father God, bless Pastor Terry as he goes forth in what you call him to do over there in Australia, God. Father God, for my heart is just to reach people that they know you, Father, that you be glorified, but most of all that they be saved, healed, delivered, and set free, God. May hmm. all we do, dear God, be for your glory, Lord God. Bless him yeah. his day and guide him, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I ask these hmm. things. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. God bless Thank all you. of our listeners. And don't back down when God's backing you up. Remember, as long as there's a breath in you, there is hope. Just call out to the name of Jesus. God bless you all. A very blessed weekend. Thank you for being on today, Pastor. God bless you and your ministry. Thank you very much. God bless you.